everyone. Welcome to Real Chills. I'm Meg. I'm Alyssa. And we had a super fun guest this week. We had Allie Getz. Yeah, this was really fun. I knew the story for a while because you had given me some information. You're like, we're going to have her on as a guest. Like, we definitely need to do this. But I was blown away at the level of details and like how specific it's a wild tale. I just, I'm so excited for you all to hear it. Absolutely. And I know the name of our podcast is Real Chills. And if anything, this story is what's going to give you some real chills because it is horrifying. It's it's going to haunt me for a while, I think. <laughs> this story scared me into never having children. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, if there was ever a tipping point, this no. could be one of them. <laughs> oh, a little side note just about the audio as well. Uh, Allie, who has four adorable sons, um, also had four adorable sons and some of their friends sleeping over while we were recording this. So mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. might just be some extra like room noise. There was a baby on her lap for a little while. Baby James definitely yeah. added some fun baby audio for the story. Yeah. So if you hear any like random audio or things like that, we're probably not haunted. I mean, <laughs> fingers crossed, but it's probably just kids running around or background noise. Yeah. Um, so just a heads up if uh, if there's any audio issues, but our great editor, Dan, will take care of most of them. I'm confident yeah. in him. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Dan. All right, <laughs> let's get this episode started. Yeah, let's do it. Listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Hey, everybody, welcome to Real Chills. Meg here and Alyssa and Allie. is Allie Getz. Uh, if you remember when we had Meg's siblings on, well, some of her siblings, her brothers, uh, <laughs> Allie and Jimmy are married and had are celebrating birthdays this weekend, which is so excellent. Yeah. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> so before we start the episode, we always ask our guests the same question. And Ali, so where do you stand when it comes to the paranormal? Are you someone that just believes in everything? Or are you like super skeptical or somewhere in the middle? I'm 100% a believer. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> like you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> that's awesome. Is that, do you think that's like from how, like your family or did you just on your own? I think like, well, you know, my family too, but like on my own, you know, I've, I don't know. I just like, have I guess you could say like this intuition I don't know sure. like you know people think I'm crazy but <laughs> not on this podcast we're, yeah not at all you you're in the board. right place yeah do you feel definitely. like you have that like has it grown stronger throughout your life or is it something you just have known since you're a kid it's just something I've known as I was like since I was a kid like I had like when I was younger I used to be like really scared of the dark and like everything spooked me and I just couldn't understand why I was so spooked out and as I got older, things, you know, happened and, and, you know, that was it. Yeah. 
Well, I think you're going to tell some of the things that have happened on this podcast. Yes. Should we jump in? Do you want to share your story? Yes. Okay. So my first story, we call it the Kiki story. So I have an older son, uh, you know, a, I have four boys. Um, my oldest son, Jeffrey, when he was really young, he must've been, I had Justin. So Jeffrey must've been around, I want to say like three or four, maybe four. He used to have really bad nightmares. And, you know, obviously kids have nightmares and, you know, they would cry and you would put them back to sleep. But, you know, he started talking about somebody named Kiki. And I'm like, oh, is that somebody you're friends with at school or whatever? And he was like, no, it's the, it's the man that visits me at night. And I'm like, oh, you're, you know, I was like, okay, now you have an imagination. Like, I've never heard of that in my life. Mm-hmm. So one night he was crying a lot. And I just, you know, I went into his room. I comforted him and I put him back to sleep. The next morning when we woke up, he was telling me, he said, uh, Kiki scratched me. And I said, what? I said, what do you mean? And he said, Kiki scratched my back. And I uh. said, who is Kiki? And he said, the man that lives in my room. Oh. And I was like, uh, okay. I was like, what does this man look like? And he said, he's got uh, long fingernails um, and he doesn't have hair. And I was like, okay. I'm like, Jeffrey, it's just your imagination. There's nobody living in your room, I promise, you know. So a couple days went by, things were okay. We went to sleep one night and he woke up again, screaming, crying. And I went into the room to check on him. Now all the lights were off in the house, his bedroom. He didn't even have a nightlight on. Mm-hmm. And I walked into his room and I laid in bed with him. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna sleep with him tonight. I don't want to keep waking up with him because he, he was really, really scared. So that night I had like a feeling. It was like a really weird feeling that somebody was watching me. And I like, for, I don't know, I, I just, when somebody's watching me, even like over my shoulder when I'm like doing something, it like, I don't know, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I had a feeling somebody was watching me while I was sleeping. So I opened my eyes. And when I looked up in the corner of my son's room, I saw a man who was bald. He had long fingernails, okay? And it was like a black cloak. And he was like, you know, there was no legs. There was no feet. It was just like, you know, black cloak and then nothing else at the bottom. And then this guy, and I'm getting the chills just talking about When I saw this, figure I grabbed my child so fast and I ran out of that room like I was petrified myself and he was sleeping so he didn't even know that that was there I thought myself and I ran into my bedroom and I grabbed him and I cuddled him and I was I was just so freaked out by it and the next morning I called my grandpa. He's like very big into going to church. And mm-hmm. I called him. I was like, nobody's going to believe what just happened to me. I think everybody's going to think I'm crazy. I'm like, let me call him and tell him what's going on. Because my family is from Puerto Rico and they're very big on this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I knew he would listen to me. Not so much my mom. She'd probably be like, you're crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I called him and he was like, I said, can you bring holy water to my house? Yeah. Bless yes. his room because 
that is the scariest thing that I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I've even seen something scary like that in like a movie. Mm-mm. And I was very uneasy about it. And so my grandfather's like, yeah, the next time we come, I'll bring some holy water. Um, he had um, the father at the church bless a crucifix. And he said that he'll bring it. So a few days go by. Now we're at my neighbor's house. She's four houses down from where I was living. Mm-hmm. We're in the kitchen. It's probably like eight or nine at night. It was dark out. Jeffrey was playing at the table nicely. I think he was coloring. And next thing you know, he looks out the window and starts screaming Kiki and starts crying hysterically. And he was just fine. He was laughing. It was like, you know, he's being a normal, happy kid. And he looked out the window and just bugged, like lost it, hysterically crying. And my neighbor just looked at me like, what just happened? What's wrong with him? And I didn't want to tell her like, I'm like, she's not going to believe me. She can think we're nutcases and kick us out of the house. So he freaked out. And after that, you know, my grandfather came, came, I think that weekend and he blessed the room with the holy water. They hung the crucifix over the front door. And after that, never again. Jeffrey never spoke of this person ever again. That and then I started Googling, you know, if anybody died in that house, mm-hmm. you know, how old the house was, and I couldn't find anything, mm-hmm. anything at all. Interesting. I, I have no idea. I, and I feel like Jeffrey's the only one that I've ever experienced things like that because th- that wasn't the first time stuff like, you know, you know, paranormal stuff has happened with him. He's the only one out of all my kids. Whoa. That yeah, only him. So that was really, you know, it still freaks me out to this day. It really does freak me out. Yeah, ever, absolutely. Ever since you told me the story, I think I think about it at least once a week. So, right? And I'm it's just so scared. <laughs> what, what other paranormal stuff has happened? Oh, gosh. So when Jeffrey was a baby, he must have been six or seven months old. We woke, I woke up in the middle of the night. He was sleeping in my bed with me because that was the only time I could sleep. And uh, I heard him giggling. Mind you, he's like, I'm holding him. Like, you know, we're cuddling. Mm-hmm. And he started giggling and it was five o'clock in the morning. And it was oh. still dark out. He was giggling and laughing. And I looked at him and I was like, okay, baby, go to sleep. And he starts clapping while he's giggling and he's looking at the ceiling. Uh And I was just like, what are you doing? So he started doing that and clapping. And once I was like, okay, baby, let's go back to sleep. He went back to sleep. But, you know, I told people, you know, I told Jeffrey's grandma about it. And she's like, that must have been my mother playing with him. Because she had died the year before he was born. Uh, Wow. So he was clapping and laughing and he was all excited. That was, and like I said, it's only been him. Um, another time we were sleeping, it was the same house and, uh, we were babysitting, uh, a family friend's cat. And so I heard something. So there was like a cup on the table, but it was like in the middle of the table when I left it. And next thing you know, I hear something fly across the room. Mm. And when I got up to check it, it was, there was a cup on the floor and it was that cup. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. It was literally in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe the cat did it. But the cat was asleep in my room. Mm. 
Mm. Like, oh, you know, no. when Catherine's sleeping, it's not like he just ran to the bed and just like, right. you know, like, <laughs> and just, like hid under the sheets. Uh-huh. Like, he was passed out. And I was like, oh my gosh, his cup just flew off the table. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. And it was, all started happening, like, from the time Jeffrey was born up until a few years. That all that crazy stuff you know I've had you know same thing I've had ornaments fly off a Christmas tree in the middle of the night oh so I don't know all these random freaky things happen to me <laughs> you know so those are a couple so I have a few more but nothing crazy I just I feel <laughs> well like some things that like haven't happened to me personally, like sure. there's been times where I've been, you know, walking to the bathroom at night and I swear I see shadows of like mm-hmm. random things like mm-hmm. walking at me and that freaks me. I get the chills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm sleeping or I'm laying down I'm in, I'm in a room, I get like a cold, random breeze on like one side of my body. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I, I just don't understand why, like I get followed, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody freaked me out (laughs) my grandma had told me a story one time when she was living in Puerto Rico my oldest uncle was a baby and she said she was I guess they had shared a room he was in his crib and she had woke up randomly in the middle of the night and when she you know looked at the crib to check on the baby she was in her bed still she said she saw um it was a ghost and wow. it was a woman in a in a bridal gown. She was in a wedding dress. What? And she was just floating over his crib. Wow. <laughs> I got the chills. And I was like, no way. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, she just just hovered over the baby and just went and disappeared. Wow. What? So, that's so scary right oh my gosh what do you even, even do anyway I don't mean to interrupt you like but I don't <laughs> even like, know I don't, I don't know what I would do well I mean I know what I did yeah, Jeffrey, yeah. I for my life like that was gonna stop it or anything because if they really wanted to come after me I mean I'm sure they can <laughs> just show up in the other room yeah Jeez. Mm-hmm. So, yeah I just nothing recently like has happened to me in our new house, or I don't even think in the old house. And maybe I'm just really tired and oblivious. <laughs> I you know, just those stories, like they, they they will stay with me forever. That Kiki story just freaks me out so much. I didn't think I would ever see something like that in my life. Yeah. Like physically see that. So, wow. you know, and Jeff, Jeffrey doesn't talk about it. He doesn't even remember it. He doesn't. Wow. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah I have so many questions did he did you when he he was um seeing Kiki did you ask him lots of questions or were you like I'm not gonna press him (laughs) oh I asked him as much as I could because you know if your child is literally telling you that there's some random guy in his room in the middle of the night you know yeah Mm -hmm. I want to know yeah totally and um you know I did mention it to his dad and you just kind of brushed it off like you know you're crazy you know you're probably dreaming or you know but I believed him like I really did believe him and you know once he told me he was like he was like he scratched my back 
he did have scratches he on had scratches back. that was gonna be my next yeah. question yeah there were like surface scratches like you know like if you were to go scratch your back if you have right. a pitch they were they weren't deep but there were scratches there and i you know that freaked me out the most yeah, yeah. and so you know i started googling like how do i like you know tell this thing to leave yeah like, i was trying to figure out like to tell them what to do or you know i i think you know people were saying like you know you have to i don't know if it's like uninvite them or tell them that yeah. this is not their place and they can't be here you know i tried it all but i think i would that's when i stepped in with the holy water because yeah. i was like yeah i need something yeah especially she was like kids like you can say something but like I don't know, like there's, it's more than just you, like in that situation, because of like, yeah. who knows what, like, you know, I don't know if kids can invite stuff in, but like, do you know what I mean? Like kids don't know the difference. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, I never let my son like watch really scary movies, you know, because he was little. So he didn't know what any of that stuff was. It's yeah. not like he saw it on TV and he was just making it up. So, you know, I really tried to like figure out how to stop this because, you know, what if something really worse happened? And that was my biggest yeah. concern, you yeah. know, because I've heard stories, you know, and things happening. And that was scary. The minute he said he was getting scratched, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not happening to my child. Yeah. And not to be terrible, but like, what if it was a real person? <laughs> like, you need to well, make sure. Not, right? Oh yeah. my God. Ugh. in some ways you're like thank goodness i saw that it was like this horrible <laughs> thing because then you can confirm like, oh my god i'm just talking about i'm telling you i'm getting the chills like it's insane i like it yeah. it still freaks me out like uh-huh. he was in the corner uh-huh. in the corner and just like it was like a weird grin like it was the creepiest thing I've he was ever smiling did you it was like a yeah it was like the weirdest grin and like his hands were like like this mm. did and you make was, eye contact with it it was just I saw it so quick and I I was yeah. able to scan the whole thing so quick but my instinct right away was grab this kid yeah. and run yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Get burn your brain. And I, like, I literally I'm not gonna lie I went under the covers I was petrified yeah, yeah. I was like and I, I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, literally praying. Like I was, <laughs> yeah, out. I didn't yeah. know. I was like, reasonable. Out of my house. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? And I, I think, you know, I felt like I had to advocate for him at that point because I, yeah, I didn't want him to get hurt. Yeah. It feels like the classic scary movie trope where it's like kid gets haunted and wife is like, something is fucked up in this house. And of course the husband is like, I don't believe you. Yeah. It's yeah. so annoying. I hate that. I <laughs> like, know, come I know. on. Then you have to protect him. Well, it's good that you were like, no, like you actually listen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause you know, obviously, cause I've had my own experiences. So it's right. like, I don't want him to feel scared like that because feeling that way when you're young is not fun at all not fun I have a super specific question based on something Megan and I were talking about today do you wear glasses or contacts me yeah I wear glasses at night so at the time that this happened did you see it really clearly but like you didn't have glasses on because I think that's something we talked about with people 
when they have a supernatural thing, like at night, like they can see, like, that's the other thing too, is I can't see shit. Like, so I saw it clear as day. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I know my oh. eyes are not yeah. playing tricks on me. Yeah. That's the other I thing too. It. Like if it's supernatural, yeah. like you would be able to like hone in on that. Whereas like, if it wasn't, you know, well, and just the feeling that I got, like that just came over me. It just, I didn't feel right. I didn't feel comfortable. I felt like a negative vibe from the whole thing. And I just didn't feel right. And I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Very, very uncomfortable. You know, because having something stare at you while you're sleeping is already scary, you know? And I think that till this day, like some of the kids, they'll come downstairs at night and especially my, my three-year-olds, you know, who just stand there and stare at me while I'm sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, I get that feeling again and I open my eyes and he's just like, I'm tired. Like, you know, (laughs) every time somebody's staring at me while I'm sleeping, like I just instantly wake up right Uh away. Can't do it. Ever vigilant. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, after you told me that story, I immediately posted on Demon Reddit and was uh-huh. like, are there any demons or supernatural beings with the name Kiki or like like with the K-I-K-I or K-E-K-E? And I didn't get anything back. So yeah. I don't think it, 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 unless it's like an unnamed, I think it's more like a spirit or something. I don't think it's a demon. But Yeah, I don't know. It was like, well, I'm getting the chills so bad right now just talking about it. I don't know, but I'm just glad I never had to experience that ever again. Yeah. Um, because that was not pleasant. Like, I can handle, like, a cool ghost, you know? Yeah, I can, like you a know, chill. Up, you know? Like, <laughs> For sure. That. But, like, yeah. the scary ones, like, please don't. I'm yeah. good. And you have kids. That's the other thing. If it was just you, maybe be a little different. Like, yeah. no, I disagree. <laughs> if it was just me and that thing was in my corner, I would burn the house down. I don't get care. In the, get in the car and drive off. <laughs> I would just, yeah, just drive away, start a new life. Not yeah, in a million right? years. <laughs> but so you're right, <laughs> Alyssa. I do agree. Having kids is so much more challenging because you need to protect them. And that's a lot when it's a supernatural being. That's scary. Yeah. And the other thing too is like, this doesn't sound like that, but like, I don't know, with poltergeists and stuff where teenagers like start manifesting things, you're just like, Jesus, like, okay, like this is a you situation. When I first moved to Pennsylvania, our neighbor, like Jeffrey used to go to the neighbor's house a lot. And this girl brought up the Ouija board on, like, I don't know if it was her laptop or what it was, but when I, Jeffrey mentioned it to me, like I flipped out. I'm like, nope. We're not doing this again. Mm. And why is your daughter playing with that thing? Like, yeah. we're not, we're, we're not going to go there. And, you know, I made sure that Jeffrey never, ever talked about it. We didn't speak about it. Nothing. Because I was like, I'm not doing part two of this because <laughs> it could be worse the next time. I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. The fact, too, that Kiki was, like, outside of the house and, like, just free roaming, like, was interesting. But also, like, not in the house, like, from the window, so yeah, so that was interesting, I thought. Yeah, it's it's just so creepy. It was so creepy and it was so scary. Yeah. I just I don't know where it came from or why it was doing there and why every night it was only affecting my son yeah. and not anybody wow. else in the house. Yeah. You know, because there was two other adults, you know, it was me and 
my son's father. So like, and it wasn't affecting any of us. And I think I had, uh, my other son at the time, he was a baby and nothing, you know, it was only Jeffrey. What did, did you tell your grandfather the full story or did you just ask him to bring holy water and no, what did I he told say? Him everything yeah I told him everything and he told me you know you have to you know he he was telling me I had to say you know he wanted me to say a prayer yeah. and you know make sure that you know I pray you know to you know bless this house and yeah. make sure that all the good you know you know I I said any good spirits want to come visit you can, but you know, keep the bad ones away. And yeah, you know, I just kind of, he said that and he said he would be, you know, as soon as he could to come because, yeah. But I'm telling you, once that crucifix went over the front door, like right over the molding, nothing ever happened again. That's wow. great. Yep. So now we always have one over the show. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, this is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing this story. No problem. Do you have any other questions, Meg? No, I'm just happy that he's gone. And I hope he stays yeah, gone. Forever. Seriously. <laughs> well, you know, we still have this little one. So uh yeah. we'll see if he has any paranormal instincts. You know what's funny though? Like, so the listeners can't see this obviously, but uh baby James is just passed out. Like he got out. It's always so cute. Like so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I liked um when you were telling the baby story, he was making baby noises at like the right time. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, it's like adding to the story. Like you're like he was laughing and then James was like, eh. and I was like, oh cool. We'll give him <laughs> a credit as our sound engineer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the story got too boring for me. If Elvis and Buddy Holly are the Cain and Abel of rock and roll, Bruce Springsteen and Zachariah, Iggy Pop is Methuselah, of course, Neil Young is the wise prophet Ezekiel, what does that make Get in the Garage? Well, I think that makes Get in the Garage the one-stop shop for all know-how, history, countdowns, disagreements, agreements, and pretty much everything that you want you, you want to hear about music. Get in the Garage. Get in the Garage. A music program from the Wasted Robot Network. I was just learning to love. a two-part or like a split story to share with you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because um I was thinking about how powerful it is like to be a mom and to have to like think about that relationship with your kids and like support them so this story comes from country 106.5 a western new york radio station wyrk Um, This is actually a really recent article, first published on May 14th of this year, so just, you know, a couple weeks ago. The title of this is, Western New York Mom Has a Ghost That Unloads the Dishwasher. (laughs) My kind of ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki Hodling shared her story on Facebook, and it was picked up by this radio station. So she had been experiencing different paranormal things in the course of living in this house that she's in with her family. One of the things she noticed uh, that she had first posted about was for her daughter's birthday, they got a bunch of like Elsa balloons and they had had them in the house. And she noticed that her cat was playing with them. So she tied them tightly around the doorknob of a, of a room. And 
they would become untied despite like knotting them or like wrapping them tightly and just find their ways into other parts of the house, which she thought uh, was like very strange, like not fully paranormal, but she's had other paranormal experiences in this place. So she took a video kind of like showing what she meant by, you know, by feeling like this could be something and it, it caught on. She later shared a story a couple of weeks later about she had done the dishes. She was getting ready for bed, but things had been kind of feeling more intense. They were escalating with the, the vibe of this house. She mm-hmm. unloads the dishwasher. She takes out the little caddy with the silverware and she like leaves the dishwasher open a crack so it can vent while she does other chores to get ready for bed. And when she comes out back into the kitchen, she sees these cups and bowls stacked from the dishwasher they had been plucked and put in an arrangement on the floor. That is so weird. Yeah. This wasn't also like, just like her kids messing with her or anything. Like everybody had been in another room uh, away from the kitchen where <laughs> she was like getting ready. So she took a picture and she shared it on the Facebook um, and it really picked up steam. Mm-hmm. So this was published by the author Val from Country 106.5 WYRK. And they got an update after posting the initial story that there's now poltergeist activity in this kitchen. Nikki had left the kitchen and we're going to post a picture of this on our Instagram. And she she leaves the kitchen. She comes back. All of the cabinet doors are open in her kitchen. And it's Uh, not just like somebody messing with her. Like nobody was in the kitchen. Um, and so it seems like it's escalating, right? And every it's starting to get sing- scary. Yeah, every single cabinet is open and drawer. Yeah. yeah. I'm very grateful, like, that <laughs> it's helpful that the ghost was unloading the dishwasher or whatever the entity is. And it's nice that they didn't make a big mess because the one thing <laughs> yeah. I never want to see is a cabinet where just, like, shit is falling out of the cabinets. Like, so you're going to scare me and you're going to make me do more work. Thank you. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. So uh, before I go into more detail, um, I'm going to keep sharing my screen, but I'm going to describe a lot of this for our listeners. Just two days ago, there's more updates on this case. So Nikki and her family, they call in a paranormal investigator to also, uh, you know, do a reading of the house and a cleansing. Some of these images are pretty shocking. Again, we'll post them on our Instagram. The investigator had seen the story. She listened to what Nikki had to say about living in this place. Mm -hmm. Um, And a couple of things happened. So she brought some traditional tools for detecting spirits. So one of the, I think it's a par meter. One of the energy meters definitely had high readings off Mm -hmm. of things that shouldn't have high readings. Um, There's even a picture with like, an orb, I guess is the best way to describe it, or just like an anomaly in the image that shouldn't be there with a high electronic reading. I will say for this one, that looks like it could be sunlight glare. That's the one where I'm like iffy. The other ones look really cool. Yeah, but I agree. On, like, on the granite, it looks like a window or something. I don't know. I agree. It definitely could be. Um, there's not, or like it's near a jar of water. It could be an anomaly in the light, but it is yeah. interesting all these things together, right? That right, yeah. Like in the one picture on the left, they're pointing the electromag. I forget what this. I forget what it EMF is. EMF detector. Is it an EMF detector? It might be. 
the energy meter. Yeah. And even an electric uh, magnetic frequency reader. Right. Yeah. So when it's pointed directly at a cell phone, <laughs> it's yeah. like in the middle to high green showing energy and they're just pointing it in another direction. And it's incredibly high energy, higher than a cell phone gives off, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Another test that they did was they put, I don't know if you've ever played with those uh, light up balls where they have the two metal pieces and you have to put both your fingers on it to make the light go to complete the circuit. They put six of them on the floor and they put little plastic deli cups over them and the lights would go off in different patterns without anything touching to complete the circuit. So that was super interesting. Um, Another small thing, but just something to note is like the S on their, of their alphabet magnets fell off um during the time that the investigation was going on just kind of randomly fell on the floor Mm -hmm. and the uh the medium slash paranormal investigator did a cleansing with fire to just kind of like clear the energy of the house and one of the interesting pictures again on our instagram is in the fire cleansing you can see what looks like the image of a human skull in the flame so it looks so crazy that's insane yeah it, yeah. it like really does give the effect of yeah. like scary right yeah all of these things are weird um and any one of them can definitely be discounted for sure but i do think it's challenging when so many different things are happening together during a specific period of time i think that's what's the most interesting about this case another one which megan i had looked at this picture previously they say that there's a bunch of faces in the window. I'm really unconvinced of the faces in the window, but you know, if you again take all of these small anomalies and put them together, it does kind of add up to like something is off in this house. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know about the window, but the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But now for the second story. So Nikki, right now, we're going to definitely keep up to date with the story and see if there's any other updates from her. I couldn't find many other reports on this case because it is so specific to Western New York. And it was actually discovered on Facebook, probably because they're mutual friends, um, by the writer for Country 106.5 WYRK. The author, Val, has had her own paranormal experiences that are actually pretty heartwarming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she describes, uh, Val describes that several months ago during a move, her life was thrown into upheaval as anyone who's moved houses can totally relate to. Moving is a giant pain in the ass. She found during the time that she was like packing up her old place that the battery in her electric toothbrush had run out and she didn't know where her spare batteries for it were. So she just kind of moved on with her life and just used the toothbrush the old-fashioned way without batteries. Mm -hmm. The week of her move, her mom fell ill and had to go into the ICU and then was put on hospice, which was really hard, um, of course. Her mom's care became a big priority. So in addition to moving the house, she was also homeschooling her kids and she was going to her mother's home to take care of her when she wasn't working herself. She had a lot of things going on. Um, So of course, you know, boxes that weren't high priorities, they weren't unpacked, you know, nobody wants to be in this position. It's really hard to just keep up with like 
regular self-care things that you have to do, let alone find batteries for your toothbrush. That's just Mm -hmm. like a step too far for me on a normal day, let alone amongst all this chaos. It's way too fancy for me. Just get a normal toothbrush, but maybe that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't need batteries for my toothbrush anyway, but that's just me, I guess. Like just use it when it does. Like you said, it's just a normal toothbrush. And she's using it that way. It's totally fine. Right. So I will say having converted to an electronic toothbrush, it does an amazing job. It's worth it. (laughs) And my dentist is very happy when I use it, but I also lost the battery charger and have not charged it for six months myself now. Struggle. (laughs) I've just been using a regular toothbrush. Um, Anyway, back to Val. So her mom passes, you know, it's a hard time, you know, of course. And one week to the day after her mom passes, Val gets up, she's like starting her day. And as you do, she's she's going to brush her teeth and she kind of absentmindedly clicks the button without even like thinking about it. She's just on autopilot and the toothbrush works. They have brand new batteries in it. And she's like, wow, this is great. Like my fiance, like he took care of me. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Um, she messaged him and he told her, he said, I didn't put batteries in your toothbrush. I don't know cool. what you're talking about. And Val instantly thought of her mom as this oh. being a gesture of her mom caring for her. In a time, you know, after she passed on, which is very lovely. Heartwarming. Yeah, for sure. That's not all though. So one of the things that happened is Val specifically mentions a show on Netflix that I'm definitely going to check out called Surviving Death, which I definitely want to check out. And she references a theory that the spirits of our loved ones who've passed on that their surviving consciousness can actually have an effect on electronic devices. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we always hear, you know, like if there's a, an evil entity or a spirit, it can drain the batteries or it can like have an effect on making the electricity glitch, but this one's different. So I definitely am interested to see what this theory says about the consciousness being the Mm -hmm. thing that connects with electronics. Mm -hmm. The very next day after this toothbrush incident, which, you know, when you see something weird like that, you're just like, wow, that's weird. I had right. a thought. Maybe it's not anything. But she was looking through her mom's cell phone. She had looked at her mom's phone right after her mom passed and had looked at the last messages they sent together. I just kind of noticed it and didn't think too much of anything. You know, she was obviously grieving, but... When she looked the day after the toothbrush incident, so eight days after her mother's passing, she looked at the messages they had sent together and the message, I love your, was just in the message line. That is so sweet. Where it had not been before. And so Val definitely thinks that um, this was her mother communicating, you know, a lot of the sugar. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cute. I feel like I would totally say something stupid because you can tell that almost looks like predictive text because it says your instead of sure. you but yeah, yeah i feel like i would fuck it up and but then even that like, whatever it's like pretty significant right like even if it was something happening and it predictively texts do you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah like my last message to you Alyssa, would probably be like penis toothbrush shocker and then you'd be like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> who did that <laughs> I don't know. I just Meanwhile, feel like I was supposed struggle. to say avenge my death. That's yeah, I would be like, so and so murdered me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's 
sweet. That's really cute. Dot, 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 autocorrect. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I have to like spend the next five years of my conscious energy being like, sorry, no. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's so cute though. That would destroy me. Honestly, I, even if you like, if that was an accident, like she pocket dialed that or something, I mean, that would be so meaningful to me. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Even if it was Val's subconscious that had accidentally like created that message or like made that connection or whatever, like just the fact that it's in the place that like you need to hear it from the person that like you're grieving is so beautiful. So yeah, I love that story. I love I don't know what, I don't, probably a cell phone. Like if I could control any electronic device after death, I don't know. There's so many options these days. Well, you know? I told Jimmy, I would just kind of like mess with the lights all the time yeah. on him. Like, like if he's taking a shower and I wasn't around, <laughs> like, I would shut the lights off on That's him. That's hilarious. Prank. That's what you're yeah, saying. Like, I would have spent it pranking. It would be like the ultimate prank war. Yeah. Like, That's how I want to come back. <laughs> prank war. I just love remind the idea him. of draining the battery on the fire alarm. Because oh, that's not the most annoying thing. That is so good. That is so true. That is a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, here's a serious question, though, about the first part of the story with the paranormal house. Uh-huh. If you could hire a poltergeist to do one household chore for you, what would it be? Ooh. My dishes. The dishes? The dishes. Easy, nice. really. Dishes. Or laundry. Laundry. I think mine yeah. is like, laundry. Not even load the machine. I mean, like, literally fold it and put it away. Mm, that. that Mary Poppins I want ghost. That. That's what I want. Yeah, I want everything, like, clean and no wrinkles and back in a drawer. That'd be amazing. Yeah. It I doesn't even ghost to dust for me. Like, if I got a house that just never had, like, cat hair and dust accumulating, that'd be amazing. Honestly, knock on wood, it could even be a kiki if it's going to do my laundry. (laughs) Like, I'd be fine. (laughs) Could you imagine a kiki that's just like, you're like, look, you can borrow another outfit. Like, we're going to give you a makeover. You just got to get this together. Yeah, if it was like, you can watch me sleep if you do all my laundry. Yeah, (laughs) right? I'll sleep much more soundly if I don't have all these chores to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fold all my laundry and match all the missing socks together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kiki wouldn't even fit in my room right now. It's so messy. They'd have to, like, (laughs) it'd be hiding under a pile of laundry somewhere. (laughs) You're like, why are you on the ceiling? And they're like, have you looked at your room? There's no floor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was super fun. I'm so glad that we got to talk. Heck yeah. I just... I'm going to be thinking about your story. Meg is like, Literally, I always Meg think about brought it. brought this curse upon me now because Forever. there's a lot of stories. I think about the stories your brother told. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see your house in the Poconos, Meg, and see your, like, yes. family's, like, haunted... <laughs> haunted Poconos. Like, the entire Poconos house. is haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, knock on uh, wood that my... Uh, house is it now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure it's okay you have the crucifix you have the protective bubble that's yeah. the thing oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah i love that i i honestly think that like if something like that ever happened to me i just i don't know i'd wear a nun costume around my house yeah. <laughs> 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 nice job <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh man that's awesome well thank you so much for sharing your story is there yeah. anything that you'd like to plug i'm horrible at this stuff i don't even know or i just show that you've watched that you've liked or a movie I'm obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I yeah. I haven't that. seen it. It looks you so good, though. You have to watch okay, it. Okay, I'm going to watch it. It's not for the, the faint heart. Does though. it make you like, mad? That's why I've been avoiding it, because I'm like, it will infuriate me, honestly. I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's really, it's like women's rights are kind of stripped. It, yeah. It's just, it's insane. Your brother just was like, this is boring. Can we not watch this? And I was like, all right, well, I'll binge watch it while you're at work. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'll watch it without you then. Oh my God, That's I so love funny. that show. I love that show. I haven't yeah. seen the recent season, but this is a good endorsement. Yeah, no, it was, I heard the recent season, like in the beginning, it's a little slow, but people, you know, they were saying, just stick with it. Just, yeah. it's one of those, I guess, this season. Nice. That's nice. awesome. I have another question about a recommendation you can either give or a disrecommendation that you could share. You went paintballing for the first time today. Yeah. Just a couple hours later, at this point in time, do you recommend paintballing for other people or do you disrecommend <laughs> it? Oh my gosh. If you have not done it, you have to do it. Like <laughs> it was the best. It was so much fun. Like I really thought I wasn't going to keep up. I thought I was going to cry, you know, and it was awesome, especially trying to keep up with a bunch of 10-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Uh, Jeffrey's one friend was like, you're coming with us too? And I'm like, yeah. I'm <laughs> the only time I've gone paintballing was for Jimmy and Bobby's birthday. And it was my friends versus their friends. But somehow I got on their team and they were young. They were probably like... I don't know, like 13, I was in high school and I was furious the entire game because we were getting our asses handed to us because all of those little boys wanted to capture the flag. No one was protecting our flag except for me. And I was getting demolished. And I by came your up friends. By my friends. And, sorry, I didn't mean to yell. I'll calm down. But then I went off the, it's like when you run out of paintballs, you're done. And I came off the field furious. And the paintball person, my dad thought I was sad because you know how when you get so sad you're like almost to tears so they're like oh sweetheart it's okay. here's more balls it's okay so they gave me more paintballs which they should not have done and then I immediately ran on the field and just started shooting everybody like from way too close of range and everyone's like no stop don't do that and that was my only paintball experience and I've never been back but I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed back so <laughs> See, me and Jimmy came prepared we had belts filled yeah. with pods of paintball and we, yeah we had peanut butter jars filled with paintballs. <laughs> nice. You know, we would be hiding and reloading our our hoppers, and we were like, yeah. oh, we, got this, "We got this!" And we were creaming the other team. That's and awesome. Like, you guys have little kids on your team. I'm like, those Dude. little kids are badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'm glad you had more fun than I did because I. It was a bad day. I shot all of my, and they were all my friends, so they were all pissed off at me. They're like, "You shot me way too." close and I was like whatever whatever yeah <laughs> I, it was awesome honestly it was awesome and like the referee that we had that took us through all the different fields like I mean it's a far walk like if you don't like hiking or walking like it is not for you but yeah. um he was awesome he even let us play extra time after all the other teams mm, left that's so cool um, because they were just done but me and the kids and our group of people were like no we're not done we're gonna do this yeah what's <laughs> the name of the place 
Gurmish. Gurmish. Nice. Yeah. Cool. It's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a great really recommendation. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I haven't played paintball in a long time. So I think it's Ugh. open all year too. So I'm like, we're going in the winter. Oh, oh in the snow. Jeez. I yep. just think the Getzes should have a family paint. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be good. We won't all murder each other immediately. <laughs> oh no, because you already know what's gonna happen. It's gonna turn to be like us and then Jimmy and Bobby against all of us. And then we're just gonna get creamed. So. I agree. I think the boys would turn on us really quick. Yeah, but... we might as well just hand 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 them our guns and just walk away. <laughs> Jimmy was like, I didn't get to shoot you today. I'm like, that's the whole point. Don't shoot me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nice. Meg, where can people find you? Yeah, you can catch me on Twitter or Instagram at Meg Gets Money, Gets spelled G O E T Z. So that's nice. Yeah. And people can find me on Instagram at Alyssa Truz. And if you want to see all my lizards and houseplants at Variegated Reticulated on Instagram. Cool. This was awesome, Ellie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.